to be talking about how God answers prayers and how he speaks to us. Um, and this isn't going to be like super preachy. It's just kind of like my personal experience with the Lord and how he's revealed himself to me um, and just some very practical ways on how we can listen to the Lord. Um, so I have always had just this deep desire to hear God's audible voice. Um, whenever he's, he's speaking to me or answering prayers or whatever, I want, I want to hear him say, Johanna, do this or whatever. Like I want to hear that. And that has always been a desire of my heart and, um, from a very young age and it just had, had never happened. And still to this day, like I don't hear God speaking to me audibly. And I just really, really struggled with it, especially, um, as a sophomore in high school, I just remember every single um, youth service, whatever service, anytime I was praying, it was God just audibly speak to me. And I would just be crying out to him over and over and over. And I started to think like, why is he not speaking to me? Am I not good enough? Am I not working hard enough? Does he even want to speak to me? What am I doing wrong? And I was just putting it all on myself that I was doing something wrong. And, and that was just such a long struggle for me. And when I was a sophomore in college, I read this book called How People Grow. And in one of the chapters, it talked about um, God's plan A for how he speaks to us. And his plan A is people. God uses people to speak to us. And I always thought when God would use someone to speak to me, it was like his plan B, like, oh, she wasn't listening, so I have to get someone else involved and speak to her because she just doesn't hear me. And, but that's, that's not the case. Like, God loves people, and, and he loves to use people to speak to us. He's such a relational God, and he wants us to be in relationship with other people. And so I, I thought back after reading that, like, time and time again, God has used people to speak directly to me. And that was what I needed. I also love people. So it makes sense that he would use people to speak to me. Just a practical example is a couple weeks ago, Kiana and I were talking at the women's worship night. And I was really struggling. Um, Just this transition here has been kind of difficult for me. I've been really insecure. I've been really nervous. Um, and just really struggling with, with all of that. And Kiana had no idea. Like, I didn't tell her that I was struggling with any of that stuff. And she just spoke directly to that. And she just offered a lot of encouragement and a lot of confirmation of what the Lord is doing in my life and our life here. And um, that was just such an encouragement. And just a, just a side note, if you feel that stirring in you, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you, hey, you should go talk to that person. You should go go say something to them, encourage them, even random people that you don't know. Sometimes that happens. And God wants to use you to speak to people just as much as he uses other people to speak to you. So thank you, Kana, for listening to the Holy Spirit and speaking to me at that time. Um, so God speaks to people in so many different ways. Um, and so sometimes it's, it's audible. Sometimes it's through people. Um, and another, when God is, when God is using people to speak to you, um, we talk a lot about fruit. We talk about how, um, you know, when you see a person, they are producing good fruit. You know that you can listen to them and that the Lord is working through them. Um, but when, when God is speaking through people, sometimes he speaks through people who aren't producing good fruit. He uses people who aren't even 
followers of the Lord. We see this in Ezra um, as the King Cyrus, king of Persia, he was not a follower of God, but God used him and he spoke through him. And that's how the temple got rebuilt was because God stirred in Cyrus's heart, who was not a follower of him. And he spoke out and allowed them to rebuild the temple. And we see this over and over again. We see this with President Trump. He's not producing good fruit, but has he done some good things? I'm, I'm not getting into politics at all. <laughs> I'm not a political person. <laughs> But we just see this. God uses, um, God uses leaders. He uses lots of different people. And he gives us the Holy Spirit to discern what is good and what is bad. And so I'm not saying any, any person on the street who tells you whatever, just take their advice. Or people that you know are producing super bad fruit. Oh, well, Johanna said that I can, I can listen and that's God speaking through them all the time. That's not what I'm saying at all. But God... Um, gives us the Holy Spirit, and we have that discernment to know, okay, this is from the Lord, and this is not. And that's something that I personally struggled with for a really long time, and still do struggle with, of when there's a person, I see they're not producing fruit, and then God is working through them. It just, it doesn't make sense, but that's the upside-down kingdom. Um, God still uses people. Um, so, I talked about how he, he uses people, and he's, he can speak to us audibly. He doesn't necessarily speak to me audibly, but he does speak to a lot of people audibly. He speaks to Chapman very audibly, which is really cool. <laughs> and I, I can compare myself easily to that. The way that God speaks to justice is different than the way that he speaks to me. Um, he, he speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. Um, just that, that gut-knowing feeling. Even when the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, it's not audible. But I just know that that is the Holy Spirit speaking through um, and a lot of times when the Holy Spirit is speaking through us, it requires action. And that action takes, it's, it's a risk. There's a risk involved. And so when you, you have to step out into faith, and then there's confirmation after confirmation which, with each little step. Um, and it can be really scary when you're listening to the Holy Spirit because it's like, was that me or is that the Holy Spirit? Not really sure. Um, but we, we get that gut feeling of just the, just knowing the truth that this is, this is the Lord speaking to me. Um, another way that he speaks, um, that he speaks to us is obviously through his word. Um, this is just full of incredible information, incredible stories of the Lord, just, just speaking over and over again. Have you guys ever like wanted to hear from the Lord and just done like one of these Okay, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> you know, I do this all the time, which is really bad because I'll just be like, all right, I need a word. Okay, leprosy. That's not really helping me out right now. <laughs> I remember one time I was just in a really like sad place and I just did one of these <laughs> and it opened up to Job and it was just all depressing. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, there was one time that I was, I was laying in, I was laying in bed. It was really late at night and I've dealt a lot with, um, anxiety and depression um, and panic attacks and things like that for a really long time. And um, it was my, I think it was my sophomore year of college. Um, and I was just in a really, really low, low, low place. And it was really late at night. And I was just crying out to God. And I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm just, I'm just done. And I felt him say, um, 
I just felt in my spirit Psalm 34. And I was like, okay, whatever. That means nothing to me. So I turned to Psalm 34. I thought, well, it can't really hurt anything if I read the Bible. <laughs> and so I turned just really not expecting to get anything out of it. And I'm just going to, to read to you some, just some snippets of Psalm 34. <clears throat> and it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, yeah, let's praise him. That's awesome. But then I got to verse four and it said, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I went, that was exactly what I needed to hear. I sought the Lord and he answered me. I was seeking him and he answered. That's literally what happened. And it goes on to say, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who take ref- who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. The eyes of the Lord are towards the righteous and his ears toward, toward their cry. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. It was just exactly what I needed in that moment of I just felt so broken. I felt so crushed and felt so hopeless. And there's been so many times that I have just, I felt that way. And I just want to flip open my Bible and say, okay, do this, do something, give me some encouragement. And it's not there. But the Lord knew at that time specifically, that was exactly what I needed. And I go back to Psalm 34 time and time again at that specific moment of, I knew that that was what the Lord needed to speak to me at that time. Um, and it just, it, it gets me through. And I love Psalm 34, and I encourage you all to read it over and over and over and over and over again because <laughs> it is so good. Um, another time, I was just reading my Bible, um, and I had felt pretty heavy. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get to this. I don't remember where my thing is. I was just really heavy um, and just seeking the Lord. And um, I was just sitting at my desk in my dorm room. And I read in Lamentations 3, verse 22. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And right as Um, I'm sitting by my window, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day out. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's really sunny. And right as I read, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. It started downpouring, like out of nowhere. Not a single cloud. It is just raining so, so hard. And then once I got to the end of that verse, great is your faithfulness, it stopped. And I was like, what is going on? It was so cool. Like, I literally felt like the Lord was pouring out his love on me and on all of the students on our campus. And um, I talked to Justice about it later. We weren't even dating. Um, and we, I just said, like, I, did you see that rain? Like, I just felt like a release. And it was so cool. And he said at the same time, he felt that same release. Um, and it was just so cool as I was reading that. And that's also my favorite weather. I love it when it's super sunny outside and it rains. So I just, it was just like, God is giving me just like a big sunny rain hug. I don't know. (laughs) It was just super 
awesome. Um, another way that God speaks to me um, is through songs. So um, I listen to worship music like all the time. <laughs> and um, I just kind of constantly have it going on. And there's this one time I was sitting in my dorm room. A lot of stuff happened in college, apparently, because everything is college right now. Um, but I was sitting in my dorm room. And it was winter, and it was really cold, and I hate the winter. Absolutely hate the cold. Um, I was just sitting at my desk, literally pouting because it was cold. I was like, this is dumb. I hate winter. I hate that I'm here. I hate that seasons change. Why can't it just be warm all the time? And I was just, like, throwing myself a pity party because I was cold inside. Like, I could put a blanket on. Like, it really wasn't a big deal. (laughs) But there was a lot of things changing in my life, too. I was in a hard season of life. And um, as I'm sitting there just complaining about the seasons, this song that I had never heard before came on. And it was, Though the Seasons Change, Your Love Remains. And it was like, have you ever had one of those moments when, like, God speaks to you very clearly? (laughs) And it's like okay, I hear you, but you still, like, want to keep pouting. It was, like, one of those moments, like, oh, okay, you're right. And um, that's another thing that I come back to of, like, okay, though the seasons change, though I'm freaking cold right now, (laughs) like, your love remains and you are good. Am I allowed to say freaking? Probably not. Sorry. Um, Another time that the Lord spoke to me through song, um, was I was driving, this is kind of a funny story, I was driving um, and I was stuck in traffic and I wasn't necessarily in a huge rush, but I just, I literally said out loud, oh, I'm in a hurry. And this song came on, not in a hurry. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I guess I'm really not in a hurry. (laughs) Um, So when when talking about um, prayer and seeking the Lord and having him answer you and however he speaks to you, I think it's so important to go in without any expectations. Um, for me, I just want the Lord to, to answer me how I want him to answer me. I want it to be immediate. I want it to be audible. I want it, you know, just the way that I want it. Um, but, but God is going to do what he's going to do. And we have no say in that. And he's so good. Every time that the Lord answers me is so much better than I would ever expect. Um, So I just think it's so important to go in without expectation. And also, like I stated earlier, just don't compare yourself to other people. Because God is a personal, relational God. So he has a personal relationship with each one of us. And do you guys talk to every person the same way? Do you communicate with everyone the same way? Do you talk to your mom the same way you talk to your sister? Do you talk to your cousin the way you talk to Pastor Ashley? No. (laughs) Like, we just have different relationships with everyone, and they're all unique. And God is such a personal, relational God, and he has a unique relationship with each one of us. So there's there's no, like, he's not going to communicate to us the same way every time or the same way that he communicates to someone else. So it's so important for us to do our thing. So we seek him. We, we get into his word. We put ourselves in positions where we can hear from him. And we, we dwell in his presence. And he's going to do his thing. He's going to respond. He's going to answer. He's going to reveal himself to us in his timing, in his way, however he wants with our personal relationship with him. 
and it's not to say that that you just do whatever and he's gonna do whatever like we have to put the effort in but it's also not a hard thing I think we try and make it out to be just such a huge thing. I know I try to make it out to be a huge thing. Like, okay, the music's got to be right. I have to have my cup of coffee. I need a candle right here. You know, my Bible open to the exact spot that it has to be in. But no, it's just a relationship. We've been talking so much about relationship with God. And um, we just, we do our thing. We put ourselves in a position to hear from him by just being in relationship with him and he's gonna do his thing.